it. Oh, it does. Dude. Fucking science Fucking rules, trippy, man. man. You know that Bill Nye, nobody knows where he was on the, the day of the Oklahoma City bombing. <laughs> They think that he did all the chemicals for a group of school kids. Yeah. That's Bill Nye for you. Uh-oh. I know. I completely disagree with his ideology because you don't I think love Brett's, all people. You don't think Brett listens to these, right? No. Why? You You're positive? You're positive Why? you won't listen to these? No. You found me. Who? Oh, Brett Pruitt. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the, no. <laughs> the podcast guy. I was like, what are you about to say about the hand <laughs> that feeds us? Um. <laughs> what about him? Talk about it. Let's talk about it. Brett is a, he used to be my best friend growing up and he went to jail when we were, this prison. is a, a prison. This is a long story and there's a lot of things to tell, but he started getting really into meth when we were like 17 and he went to jail when we were 18 for four years. He got out, he punched a cop, he went to jail, he punched another cop in jail, went no, to he, prison. He punched his <laughs> PO, didn't he? <laughs> His fucking parole, but then he popped it. He punched another cop in in jail, and that's why he went to prison. Oh man! And then he was there for three years, and he just got out, uh, probably about ten days ago. And he has been blowing up my phone, and apparently he found Piercy too. Yep, and he he just added me on Instagram. Yeah, his Instagram's really nice. He made a comment on his picture that said, "Man, you can't post videos on this bullshit." Like, what are you talking about, man? So no video is on this site. That's how this shit work. Cool. I love how Amber Sayers, of all people, <laughs> comes out of the woodworks and is like, you can post videos. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a, a new mother, and yeah. she's, she's just a she's baby like, birding Brett. Yeah, you can... Uh, hey, Brett, sweetie. You can do that. Should I confirm? Should I let him follow? Oh, no, sure. He's not going to hurt you. He won't you. find me. No. Not out here. No. Although you can probably see the geo tags, and he'll fucking uh, start considering, start uh, taking away the the pieces of the puzzle. And yeah, figure he's out where you just live. gonna go on a meth bender and fucking drive cross country, dude. Echo Something I've always wanted to do. <laughs> nice, yeah, buddy. Our fate no has been sealed. No one's listening. We can say whatever we want. Yes, it's no one can cancel us because uh, no one's people have to be listening to cancel. People us. don't own us, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the, the this pleasure. is pirate radio, baby. <laughs> we might as well just rename this podcast fucking pirate radio. This is called Good Morning Vietnam. It's the fucking just, that's exactly what happened that Robin Williams movie. He was a <laughs> Viet Cong and he took over the American <laughs> <laughs> wavelengths. <laughs> <laughs> You guys heard about Ho Chi Minh? That's not what Robin Dude, Williams Robin does. Williams, I, I could have seen his life going in that direction. You know, like, if we're talking, like, ultimate reality theory, like, Robin Williams just, like, because he was a huge cokehead, right? Yeah. He was really into coke. Mm-hmm. One night. <laughs> one night, he just does one more bump past the threshold, dude, and he's like, one bump over fuck the line. it, dude, I'm flying to Vietnam, I'm joining the Viet Cong, <laughs> fight these fascist fucking capitalistic pigs. Oh, and I joined them, and I'm like, Tweety Bird, hoo-ha, hee-ha-ho. Ho. That's Robin Williams. <laughs> That's him. And he's just over there, and he <laughs> takes hold in fucking Ho Chi Minh Square and leads a resistance. Robin Williams did Tiananmen Square. A lot of people don't know this. 
He was responsible for the mass killing of student protesters in China in 1989. <laughs> He's heavily involved in the socioeconomic uprising in southeastern Asia. Yeah, man, it's it. That's big history stuff. That's stuff that they don't. They're not teaching kids uh-huh. these days. Yeah, just like uh, Japanese internment camps. Yep. I yeah. I had a big uh, come up. It's on that. I didn't know it existed. I sent it to Pierce. I was doing research at work. What? You I, didn't? I actually learned that in school. Oh, I messaged you about it like six months ago. You remember? Yeah, because it wasn't there a camp in Idaho. I think it was about it was about that. Right? I don't remember. I read it in some article, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I had never heard about You'd that. You never, dude. I learned that in like fifth grade. Maybe I sent you a thing about German internment camps in America. Oh, maybe. And that I didn't know about. Yeah. This yeah. Is Even worse than lo- locking up people of color is Americans locking up white people. That's <laughs> the like, dude. We need travesty. to bury this. <laughs> We are so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking monsters. No, no, I did know about Japanese internment camps. Uh, and I did know that there was one Commandant R. Williams. Could be Robin. Uh-oh. I'm not supposed to say, because I signed an affidavit saying that. I wouldn't talk about it. That I got a felony DUI. <laughs> <laughs> and I Start ranting out. about the government. They're like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh-uh. We're going to drop the charges. <laughs> But you need to sign this paper saying you're never going to fucking speak about this again. <laughs> and, it, and it just says, I, Casey Rocket, am a horrible drunk. And they, tor- they tarnish my reputation so nobody believes the Robin Williams stuff. Yeah, man. That's typical fucking goddamn liberal blackmail for you. Uh-huh. That's big brother for you. Yeah, man. Peeping through your TV. Peeping through your phone. Here Watching comes big you through brother. your webcam while you rub your butthole. Satching on your booty hole. Making it all stink. Your mom walks in. She says, why is it all pink? Gross. Oh. <laughs> that's a nursery rhyme for fucked up yeah. kids. That's how you traumatize your kids real early. Hey, sing the song before you get to eat your, your dog slop. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Just walks in. <laughs> pedigree can of cat food. Feeding your kid that you put it in a blender and put it in a baby bottle. But hey. your kid's fucking 13 years old and he doesn't need to eat liquid foods anymore but you still do it anyways i know it's your birthday that's why i gave you slamming salmon favor flavor you <laughs> fucking asshole <laughs> this is a fucking primo fish dinner and you're gonna bitch at me get your mother go to here. your hole <laughs> your mother needs to see this <laughs> trisha patricia yeah i'd lock a kid up i would like to get a kid Kind of like a American Horror Story coven, where I get a bunch of kids, my own blood children, and I lock them in an attic, in an attic, Abic. abbey, in a downtown abbey, and I and I put them in really precarious positions so that all their legs form like spider legs, and their arms are all formed like spider legs. Are you saying that you're gonna somehow make them grow six extra limbs? <laughs> Or I guess it'd be four if you count arms. Well, I would bend their arms backwards with duct tape and their legs, so that it'd be more like a crab than a spider. Okay, so you're trying to make crab people. Well, if I had a bad one, I'd cut off him arm, him arm and leg, and put it on one of the guys. Make him spider. Make him have five. Make him have yes. I'd split it between my Big four five. other children. You connect it right to his belly button, so it's like a kickstand. <laughs> And he, he can balance, and he puts one. He puts the fifth one on the ground, 
and he does push-ups with it. He, he, he has all his arms and legs off the ground. It's like that game that your parents would play when they put their feet on your chest and you go, wee, I'm flying. Mm-hmm. And he'd, he'd hold himself and you go, wee, I'm flying. You know? <laughs> you say, no playing. <laughs> now study time. And you throw him a blank sheet of paper and a crayon. Um, <laughs> and he trains and he starts a resistance in the attic and they start a coup to overthrow you. Overthrow the house. You gave him one too many arms. <laughs> yeah, that people don't know that that was actually uh, the basis for the Disney movie, Disney Channel movie, yes. uh, uh, Smart House. <laughs> Yeah, it was also episode five, uh, season two of It's a Smart Guy with that little boy who was in college and he was a boy. Mm-hmm. You're talking guy. about Little Bill? Smart Guy. It's a smart guy. Was yes. that actually a thing? Smart Guy? Yeah. Yeah, it had this young uh, kid and he was in college and he was smart. That's how he went. A big smart boy. Smart as they come. <laughs> smart as a whip. So what are you thinking, Casey? I'm thinking we're going to, we got to talk about Hellier. On here. Uh-huh. Are you having an issue? No. Oh. No. Just making sure all the fucking... The vitals. Making yeah, sure all our vitals. All the, <laughs> the blood work of the podcast is pumping. Let's talk <laughs> goblins. I keep bringing it up on stage when I'm trying to riff in peace, and I, there's nothing funny about it. It's just something I want to talk about. And I keep bring I bring it up two, three times a week ever since I started watching it. And... Uh, Everybody's like, we get it. You're trying to make jokes about this, but there's none to be had. And nobody thinks it's funny, and nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with my life. Dude, Casey, if you just do it enough, statistically speaking, you're going to have one person in the crowd that's going to be like, oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, yeah, it's like a Fucking Jacob, Eastern Jacob Kentucky thing. goblins, dude. I know <laughs> yeah. what he's talking about. This guy gets it. <laughs> the Hopskinville goblins? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Hopskin goblins. My brother. <laughs> he's Jamaican. Uh,. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah. What about it? Yeah. I, well, um, I like time stuff, time warp. I don't even care about that. It's uh, not even I just, I don't think I, an aspect of it. I just, <laughs> I think it kind of is because you're saying it's like soft zones. Yeah. It's a soft Magnetic stuff. And the quartz. Yeah. Possibly. The quartz makes all freaky shit happen. Nobody's um, going to know what they're talking about. Well, this yeah, is for us. You guys look it up. It's the quartz and it's the electromagnetic centers going through the quartz that they think might be making stuff weird. Yeah, it makes or the that, reality that's thin. What, that's what draws extraterrestrial shit to the areas or something. Yeah. My main point in being on this subject is I, I just want our viewers to know that there are, I don't know, possibly thousands of people that believe there are goblins. <laughs> like, literally, and they throughout this documentary series, they call them goblins. <laughs> Not even like your classic like, little green aliens, like straight up, like fucking medieval These are goblins. Yeah. Gobby boys living in caves. These are trolls. Which is quite possibly one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. But you like, know it wouldn't be funny if you saw one. You oh, know no. that would be scary as shit. I would, eva- I would immediately evacuate all bowels. Well, the thing is, is there's thousands of people that believe them and you got two of them right here in this room right now because <laughs> I'm into the goblin stuff hard I Casey's believe it really into it I believe it's true Casey I believe... was really going off about this show and then we oh, watched yeah. some of it together and I was just like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> you thought it was just interesting too it, dude. It's, oh I definitely it, it's the first half of the series is so scatterbrained I yeah. was like I can't take this seriously mm-hmm. especially the dudes whose hair just keeps getting higher <laughs> like, that's how you know the passage of time is yeah. happening and yeah I mean I will say like it was either like the second to last or like 
three, two or three before the last episode. It was really, they started getting somewhere and I'm like, okay, okay. I, I, I can see this now, you uh-huh. know? So they're talking about like weird, like a weird cult that's in Kentucky and it's like, they make goblins from scratch. I think they're like, what they might've been getting at is it's like, it's like children that they had like kidnapped and stuff and that and left them in the caves. Yeah. And I don't know if they're all dressed up all weird, you know, like, and you're out there and you see that you might not like realize that's a child and you're like, dude, there's fucking goblins in the cave. Cause honestly, if I saw a small child in a cave, I'm thinking goblin. Yeah. And it's dark like that. I'm going to think it was some sort of weird goblin thing. I'm not going to think some fucking kids out in a cave. Well, the first thing I would think is time to, to break in my patented two arm punch. Or I, I punch them so hard on both sides of their stomach. Super they pop. punch? They pop. Yeah, they pop like a pimple. Yeah. Right at the head and right at the ass. Oh. All the bowels. <laughs> fucking welcome yeah, to that's, Dead Zone. That's Asshole. cool. I'd kill a kid if it came at me in a cave. Yeah? I don't I don't got no problem with that. You know me. I, no, dude, I it's no just self-defense. That. That's self-defense. That's in a court of law. That's a Sixth Amendment. That is, dude. Y'all don't know this, but it's a bylaw in the Sixth Amendment. It says you're allowed to kill children if they come at you. Uh huh. It's an addendum. Article mm-hmm. 2, line 7. <laughs> Smaller the kid, easier the punch. That's all it says. So it's pretty vague. But <laughs> it's, you can interpret it how you want. That's up to you. That's not for us to say. That's that's up to the you know, founding fathers over there on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Fucking fat But kids. we know back in the 1700s. You know, with people having, like, a life expectancy of, like, 32, you know, that pretty much made you an elderly person. Yeah. That, you know. So, at a child, you were an adult, basically. Yeah. So, like, you know, kids used to be able to kick people's ass. They were stronger than ever. Because the villages would give all the food to the kids, try and keep them strong, and the parents would sacrifice their own health. So, you know, everyone was pretty much, like, big walking skeletons, and (laughs) there were, like, all these fucking beefcake kids walking around (laughs) with a super low center of gravity. Yeah. (laughs) So they could just fucking mow these people down like bowling balls and pins. You know, like, these little kids would just run full speed at their fucking knees, and these people were just these tall, lank monsters, and the kids would just hit them right below the hips and just shattered their pelvis and you fucking die of internal bleeding. Well, the smaller you were back then, the more bread you could get. Yeah. So the more bread you got, the more push power you'd have. Yeah, and for a while, it's like, you know, like if you're a small kid, you know, you could you slip through cracks of people's houses. You mm-hmm. slither through cracks, steal the bread, you know, you eat the bread, you slip back out. But after a little while, you're going to get too big, yeah. you know, to slip in the cracks. But Fine then you're line. just a muscle boy, dude. And then you just fucking... You rip holes in the wall. You just extort people for their bread and, and beans and things. Like the Kool-Aid, man. Yeah, there was only four foods back then. Beans, pinto beans... And lentil. Lime beans, and the movie Lentil starring <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's lentil. It's yentil. Okay. A, <laughs> yep. A we were, I was wrong twice. Isn't that like a, it's like a Jewish like musical? A Jewish boy. Or she, she's playing like a young boy or something. I don't, really? I don't know. I know I it's Jewish. I was, uh, it's obviously Jewish. I was watching a movie or a TV show or something that was like making fun of yentl. That's the only way I know what it is. <laughs> I've only heard it, yeah, be made fun of. It sounds like a reference Seth Rogen would say in something. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, I only, the uh, the only pop culture I take in is every time once a year Esquire magazine interviews Seth Rogen. It's the only thing I read. It's the only thing I watch. Hopefully they put a video out there or else I'm just going to have to read it. Are you for real? <laughs> That seems like a really odd thing. Like Esquire just interviews Seth Rogen once a year since he's come onto the scene. 
ever ever <laughs> since his first role as a cameraman and anchorman. They're like, dude, this guy's got it. Well, man. Seth, eleven years in, what have you learned? What's learned? <laughs> <laughs> man, neither of us are good at that. Uh, so I stopped smoking weed. Uh, I sound so bad. That sounds nothing like him at all. Hey, it's me. It's Seth. Good morning. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Damn it. This is pathetic. Hi, it's me, Seth. <laughs> Whoa, holy shit. What happened in year 11, Seth? <laughs> I got sick. He's sick. That's why he sounds like he, that. He has fucking. He has he's goblin lymph- leukemia. He has lymphoma. <laughs> yeah. He's got small goblins in his blood. <laughs> And they're attacking his vital organs. You can see it moving really, around his skin. It's a slow death because they're microscopic uh, goblins. So if they're microscopic and you're, you know, all your blood vessels, it takes them. It's a really long journey. Yes. You know, through their, they have to mm-hmm. hitchhike uh, through your it's blood. It's like Osmosis Jones. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Bill Murray man. ate an egg at the zoo. Got Osmosis Jones in his body. Somehow got Ebola from an egg. Why'd he eat the egg from a chimp's fucking mouth? Grody. What a fucking Bill, asshole. Stop drinking, buddy. Making the wrong moves. Whamp. Eating dirty eggs. Whamp, whamp. Out of a primate's anus. Well, the movie opens. I don't know if you remember the beginning yeah, he- of it. Osmosis Jones, but it says it's it's kind of an opening like it's always sunny. It says nine thirty a.m. at a zoo, uh, uh, Manhattan, New York, and then it says uh, and then it just opens and Bill Murray's shit faced at the zoo. Was he really drunk? No, I don't know. Uh, I, don't I think remember so. him being like a dirty slob in that movie. I don't I, remember. His I role. used to really, really, really like that movie. I saw it in theaters. I really liked that movie when I was a kid. And I remember when I got older, I finally figured out the like virus dude was Ebola. Are you? Are you making I, this I'm up? I'm not, dude. I'm he not. He was Ebola. Yeah, he goes Ebola, and he's got like that claw hand. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, I dead remember what serious. You're about. What do you think it has on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm dude, gonna... I bet it's got a good score. I bet it's got a, at least a seventy. I'm gonna say it has a fifty-five percent. No, I'm not thinking seventy-two. Okay, let's see. Huh, dude, it has a 55%. Fuck, man. You knew yeah. this, dude. You I swear. Knew this dude, I don't look up Osmosis Jones. Dude, you fucking, you fish baited That me, is dude. so weird. I'm so fucking smart. What? Out of 108 reviews. I mean, what are the odds, man? What are the odds that I, that for some reason during the middle of a riff with my friend Pierce that I start thinking about Bill Murray eating an egg? <laughs> dude, I, dude, I think about Bill Murray eating an egg when, when I masturbate. <laughs> Did you say an Edigwin? Edigwin? Edigwin. My mouth just had a really hard time saying egg. Edigwin. Eggman. Eggman's. Eggman. Hey, babe, will you make me some Eggman? You make me big Eggman. <laughs> Pierce, get out of the closet. I want to lay with coat. Um, Beep, I'm an Eggman. <laughs> give me the Eggman's caps. What does he mean? Go get his Eggman's caps from the shed. Why Why do they let us record here, man? <laughs> like, I think this really, one has been the funniest one in a long time. What are we bringing to the table? <laughs> I When you said that thing about Eggmanton uh, just now, I don't know if you remember... Uh, very That's my funny. favorite city in ca- in fucking Alberta, dude. <laughs> Eggmanston. Eggmanton. 
Yeah, like Tim Hubens. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking coffee shop. Uh, I said something last night. I've been having... I put off all my work until late night. So if I have a lot of work, that means I have to stay up till like 9 a.m. just because I put it off. But whatever. Case Lou, let's not pretend you wouldn't do that anyway. I would do it anyway. <laughs> I normally, dude, I normally conk out now at about four or five. Probably it's about just five. your golden hour, dude. Two, it's, it's when two I shine. or later is your golden hour. It's man. when I shine, man. It's, it's just the truth, which I, I am too. It's really weird. It's like after like nine o'clock is when I really start like, yeah, man. Like I get a real positive outlook. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, and like tomorrow's I'm gonna come back up, and then <laughs> I wake up and I hate everything. I so. can't have a meaningful conversation before seven p.m. Uh, and my brain definitely doesn't work creatively till at least like fucking nine p.m. But it, so it was like seven a.m. yesterday, and my dogs, or this morning rather, my dogs freaking out, and I was like, all right, I'll take you outside, and I put his leash on, and then I said. Who's a but uh, like for, I was trying to say who's a good boy, but my words completely different didn't work, and I literally stood there and I checked my pulse for like thirty seconds because I thought I was having stroke. a stroke. Yeah. Stroke, cat, wake up! <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Did we ever talk about on the podcast how you went to the doctor and they said oh, that you had a mini yeah. stroke? I almost. I, or, I, Did they tell you for sure? Or they say it's possible. Um, okay, so <laughs> I actually wrote this down. I just remember this last night for the first time. I, I think a normal person would have made some changes in their life, but I was like, well, it, it, I, nothing changed. Uh, <laughs> we're going to ignore it till the big one comes. But what happened was I had, I uh, took one of those brain pills, one of the brain things. Fucking nootropics, Fucking bro. nootropic. Casey's uh, yeah. been listening to too much Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, I took one and- He finally I, got to him. All it did was made me feel like really bad. It didn't help me be smarter or anything. And then I took uh, whatever. Like I ended up falling asleep on the couch and I fell asleep with my head down for like a couple hours. So I'm sitting up, my head is down and I got up and I went out and I smoked a cigarette and then my the whole left side of my body went completely numb. And then, it, like, it had, I have never felt that way. I've had, like, anxiety, like, where it makes you feel like you're having a heart attack. And I'm sure I've almost had heart attacks by far. I'm sure maybe even I have had heart attacks. Who knows? Uh, a lot of chest pains in my life. But I was like, oh, no, this is something bad. Um, so then I went to the doctor, and then they just <laughs> – I told it to him the whole time. It was – I don't have money to go see a cardiologist. I don't have money for it. Whatever. I was just going to say, how did you it not was just get an any more care. tests run? It was just an urgent care. Why have you gotten no tests I don't tests think there's runs? any way for them to tell. Did he, he say didn't do that? anything to me physically. Yeah. So I went to an, my primary care physician is an urgent care doctor or whatever. And so I sit you down. primary health? Yeah. I'm a primary yeah. health guy. There you go, baby. I can go to one of six locations in Boise. Um, <laughs> give it up for primary health. And I tell him this and the whole time he's just staring at me and and I finally get done saying, you know, all the stuff with the arm and the chest pains and all this stuff. And he's like, well, uh, sounds like you had a stroke. Uh, probably probably a small, very small brain stroke uh, or something. And But the thing is, is there's no test to do. It, it just didn't, nothing bad How happened. is it not more alarming to the doctor? I, he though? was just, I know, I know. Like, how is he not he like, I think we need life. to do some additional tests, maybe get you on some medication. Yeah, you figure they put you on medication Dude, there's definitely a way to test. They can fucking do a CAT scan because it's in your brain. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm waiting for the big one, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it is pretty. It's scary. gonna be new Y two K when the <laughs> clocks go to twenty twenty. Casey's gonna have Daisy, a massive yeah. stroke. <laughs> I wish this. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm scared of it. Uh, <laughs> no, guys, let's be serious. I'm very scared. Uh, <laughs> whatever. I will say the same thing happened kind of for me when I told uh, my doctor, like when I was in rehab, like about. One time where I I thought I had a heart attack, uh-huh. like legitimately, like I was like ninety percent sure I definitely had it. It was because I did a lot of bad things the night before. So yeah, um, I told the doctor like all the things that happened, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you almost certainly had a heart attack." <laughs> I was like, "What?" But they were like, "Oh, you know, because like you're young, like you know, a heart attack isn't cardiac arrest. Yeah, you can have a heart attack and be fine. You know, like." All like all that happens when you have a heart attack, pretty much, is your heart's acting a big bad. They take <laughs> you to the hospital. They give you a fucking baby aspirin and they monitor you for twenty four hours. That's it. Yeah. You know, but like there is a point where like if you have a heart attack that's bad enough, it causes cardiac arrest, which means your heart stops and you die. Uh huh. But like since I was like twenty, I don't like talking about this. Stuff. And it was just drug induced. <laughs> it was just like bad circumstances you know but they're like oh you know because you're young like your heart's strong enough your heart can take it all right <laughs> hey get back out there and get, get another the shot ring. kid <laughs> go visit your cousin in in toronto again or where was it it's calgary <laughs> it's calgary it's calgary i had a girl uh, in college tell me we were fucking wasted and on coke and she, this is the worst time she could ever tell me this she said she had a friend who drank so much alcohol and did so much cocaine that he had a heart attack and now he's paralyzed. Oh. And he was and he's twenty three. And I've heard of that happening. Well, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. And and then it, it, it was something that was literally in the back of my mind every time I had alcohol withdrawal, every time I did too much cocaine or anything. I was like, I'm gonna fucking be like him and I'm gonna be in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking drive into a river. Push me. <laughs> Ice River. I want to swim one more time. You immediately, you immediately sink, and <laughs> you have one arm that kind of flails at the last second. Like I guess I did swim in a way, <laughs> mentally, not physically. <laughs> swam to heaven. Yeah, but see, the adverse thing happened here is Casey got pushed in a river, and dude, he fucking grew gills and started. He turned into a fucking salamander. Like Kevin Costner, word to yeah. Matt Amos. Sa- salamander, because he's yes. half man, half salamander. That's the sequel to Zoolander. That's a good actually. one, dude. That's a good one. Yeah, Casey's just down at. He's fucking feeding off the brine at the bottom of a, of the river, and um, and he says, "Hey, uh, how do you like my blue steel impression?" And he turns a salamander head and he goes. And he does the look from Zoolander. It's a, it's a teaser trailer. Zoolander 3. March 25th, exclusively at Kohl's. <laughs> what? It's just a t-shirt line. It's a line yeah. of t-shirts that Kohl's But it's in. all me making the blue steel face. And it says, like, Mondays? I don't think so. Yeah, but he's also a salamander. Yeah, but I'm also a Gilman. Yeah, he's also I'm a, Brett a Gilman. I'm a Brett Gilman type. <laughs> Brett Gilman. This is funny. We're, we've been really funny so far, and I think it's only going to not be funny from here. <laughs> it's um, all downhill from here. Is that supposed to be a good or a bad thing? You know? Because it seems like, you know, they, they like say, like, 
Well, it's all downhill from here. Yeah. Oh, but that's a, that's a good like question. It's sometimes a good thing and also sometimes a bad thing. That's that's a good question. I never realized that. Uh, yeah, it does seem to be a good thing, but I've also heard it in terms of a bad thing. Like yeah. if you have a disease or something, like it's all downhill from here. Yeah. Huh, that's weird, man. Science, dude. I bet for the Republicans put it out there, man. Dude, yeah, with all that Russian propaganda they're peddling. Mm-hmm. All those fucking Oslo goddamn commies. Yeah. Norway, more like no way. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> You fucking Nordic people. <laughs> you Nordic people. Scandinavian, that who, was a word. Who were created by aliens because there's a lot of Nordic-looking aliens that people see when they get abducted and you yeah, think you can hide it from ones. us. Blonde, blue eyes, long tits, huge arms, just like the Norwegians. Oh. Did you hear Pierce do a, a butt Ouija board? <laughs> But Ouija, Wait, listen. summon the spirit from my colon. Wait, listen, it's trying to tell us something. A, C, D, C, what? He loves rock. Wow, it's Bon Scott. And he says, dude, I love Angus Young. That's what your butt... I really your, like Angus. Your butt just talks. It stops using the Ouija board and it just says, Angus Young was good. <laughs> Hey, man, put on some Angus, you know. <laughs> Hey, man, Angus. Hey, man, did Angus ever get around to doing any solo work? <laughs> <laughs> now that I'd go to a record store for, yeah. man. I don't fucking really... hate ACDC's drummer, <laughs> man, but I love Angus. I don't got a lot of use for vinyl, but, you know, I think I'd pick one of those up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of an eight-track kind of guy, you know. How you doing, sweetie? Good to see you. Fucking <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> Talking down to women, yeah. <laughs> It's Beetlejuice. <laughs> I won't do two shows in one night anymore. I just won't do it. Won't do it. Because your it anymore, butt man. sounds like Beetlejuice. Beetle butt. Where's Alec Baldwin? We want to do another one of these movies. <laughs> Where's Natalie Portman? Was it <laughs> Natalie Portman that was the no, chick? I think it's Winona Ryder. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, that's yeah. who it was. No. My boy! My, My boy! boy! Let's do that at the same time again. It made a weird noise. One, My... two, three. My boy! My boy! That felt oh, good. dude, we might open up a fucking portal, dude. <laughs> we're, we're, we're it's a... the vibrations. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Oh, no. You guys got to watch Hellier because we're making a lot of relevant jokes. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. Uh, oh, my God. And we're on top of a ghost basement, so there's no telling how many Ouija were done down there. Oh, no. <clears throat> and it's a fucking, it's a Mormon ghost. Yeah. So they're big scary because they're really passive. They hurt you with their thick Bible. <laughs> Read it. <laughs> Read it. Ah! Help, Pierce. He's dragging me to the base me. It's the ghost of Joseph Smith. He's tickling me by my toes. <laughs> hanging me upside down. <laughs> I want to tickle you. That's what Joseph Smith used to say. I want to tickle you. He sounds just like Chris Brown. <laughs> he has a very R&B voice. Yeah. I want to tickle you. That's not what Can Chris he dance Brown's like talking. Chris Brown too? He could. And that's can why he also he beat women like Chris Brown? <laughs> you know he can. <laughs> you know it, man. That's Joseph Smith. It's the Smith 1800s, for him. dude. Oh, everybody was in on it. Doesn't mean it's okay, though. No. Doesn't mean it's okay. We're not condoning uh, <laughs> domestic Mormon violence. Guys, contact your local Mormon congressman. Uh, Mitt Romney. Tell, tell the him only one. You want BYU basketball to get Jimmer Fredette back for just one more year. 
one more year. Jimmer. He's 37. Yeah, he's been out of the NBA since he got in. <laughs> See, he could not translate. You guys familiar with Jimmer Fredette? Yeah, dude, we all do big basketball here. Yeah, mm, and around this house, we're a little bit of a house div- divided. He's a little bit of a Georgia fan. I'm a f- bit of a Georgia Tech guy. Mm, house divided. <laughs> Look at our license plate. Hi, mister. Sorry I've been drinking this morning. I hit your bicycle daughter <laughs> with my car. That got dark. Uh, house divided. <laughs> You want to do a grimace around the world? <laughs> you want to do a House divided. House divided. Husband ran over their daughter. One blames himself and one blames the other. It's a house divided. <laughs> that was a good tune. It's a house divided. So much guilt and resentment. Was it an accident or was it on purpose? She was a bit of a troublemaker. <laughs> He saw an opportunity and he seized it. <laughs> Ran over his firstborn. <laughs> uh oh, I smell gin on his breath. <laughs> <laughs> Vehicular homicide. <laughs> Five to ten. Oh man. <laughs> you want to do a grimace around the horn? Well, this has been a good episode. Everybody who's listening should be happy about this. We we make a lot of stinkers in this studio, <laughs> and this is a good one, and we're proud of it. And I know you don't know what hell you're is, but you should really watch it and email us about it. Yeah, or I, email them. Yeah, email yeah, yeah. Dana Newkirk about yeah. it. <laughs> it's a real pivotal piece of information regarding the theme of the show, emails. Yes. Yeah, that's a big part of it. It actually is. <laughs> You're kidding. I was like, wait, no. It's not. It really was. It kind of is. They it's took some email emails heavy. very, very seriously. Turns out Gmail's haunted. It's not like anybody can, It's not like anybody in the world can find your email you know and email You know what was funny about that show is just the amount, like, how seriously they took their emails. Yeah. Like, who it, the fuck emails really like weird. that anymore? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't, like, like a Facebook or a Twitter message or, like, fucking email? Like, if I got, like, I would doubt anything I got through my email. Oh, I wouldn't even think you it's know? from a real person. No, yeah. dude, it's bullshit, dude. And they're like, ooh, a big spooky. <laughs> Uh-oh, Dana. Looks like we got another spooky to solve. <laughs> Dana's doing fucking witchcraft because she's a hedge witch. <laughs> she's More like a, a fucking hedge fun, dude. You know that bitch is spoiled. Uh-huh. She's a she's a sandwich too. She's a, comes from Jimmy John's family. No way. What kind of meats in her? Fucking pizza. Pizza meat. Pizza pizza. What kind of cheeses? Pizza pizza. Uh, pizza. Fucking ricotta. Oh man. Yeah. She's a fucking cannoli pizza sandwich. She's a raviolo. <laughs> <laughs> what are oh. we doing? <laughs> oh, raviolo. Oh, it's raviola Dana. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Look who it is. <laughs> it's Dana, the ravioli. <laughs> she just rolls into the room like a roly-poly. <laughs> Wait, she's not a ravioli. She's a fucking tortellini. <laughs> Goddamn lying bitch. Get her. <laughs> Beat her. <laughs> Beat her. <laughs> Hang her by her ankles. I want first punch. Throw a bunch of Fago on her so she's really uncomfortable and sticky. Yeah, then dry her in the sun. Dana, a.k.a. the sticky tortellini. (laughs) That's what they used to call me in high school, the sticky tortellini. (laughs) Yeah, dude, you want to know why they called him that? 
tell him. The Pierce. viewer says, "Yeah, tell us." It's because Casey stuck a whole pack of tortellinis in his pee hole one time. Yeah. I have a pee hole that is is kind of modeled. Well, I got a surgery when I was seven. It was modeled after those rainbow parachutes you'd use in gym class, and you'd all th- you'd all throw it up in the air and sit under it. You can kind of do that with my big ass pee hole. With the cooler thing, I really think you should have gone with your your first choice. Uh huh. Like, cause G- Casey really wanted to have his his pee hole and upper urinary tract area to be modeled after the catacombs of Paris, <laughs> but. <laughs> They said that procedure is going to cost you way more than you have. And he said, okay, well, what's my best option? They said a rainbow parachute from gym class. (laughs) There's only two options in modern plastic (laughs) surgery. And it was that or tits. And I wasn't wasn't about to pull the trigger on that one. Because you only have a grandpa who dies once, you know what I mean? So you only had one inheritance to spend. I really wish you would have gotten the catacombs pee hole. Because, dude, we could have pulled a skeleton out of your dick whenever we wanted. Yeah, every Halloween it would have been. In the long run, we would have saved money on Halloween stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dude, fuck, we would make money. Yeah, we, we could would. start a pee hole skeleton business. Yeah, and and people could actually probably physically walk into and subsequently get lost in the pee hole, <laughs> and, and then they'd make a movie about it. It'd say "As Above, So Below." <laughs> <laughs> that was great, dude. I don't know how that got tied. Yeah, that I, was perfect. I honestly added "p" to a random word, and then I was like, "Holy shit!" It Holy actually worked. Holy shit! It he. Did it? He, he cracked it the algorithm. <laughs> Ultimate prank. Look at a Pranksville losers. Pranked. Oh man, As Jesus Christ, man! I was wrong. The episode only got funnier, folks. What's about to happen from here? <laughs> and it's still mediocre. <laughs> and it's still even at our best. We're still really mediocre. Seven out of ten. <laughs> High score. And the good news is this episode's probably not even going to end up being recorded. We're going to finish it, <laughs> and we're going to find out that none of it got recorded, and we're going to kill ourselves. Yeah. Do you want to do a Grimace around the horn? Yeah, what's the topic, We man? can do a Grimace goblin thing. We've been talking goblins. Dude, let's Gobby. do it, man. Grimace and the gobbies, dude. All right. Uh, <laughs> Grimace and the gobby five. Okay. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin, 1995. Dobby from Harry Potter gets in his fucking car, and he, he starts to drive to work. He works in a cave. And he pulls up to the cave, and it's full of fucking... Uh, like a like a Dobby Goblin business, <laughs> and he walks Get in. Get your goblins! <laughs> it's like a dob. It's like a Goblin Doblin uh, assembly <laughs> line. <laughs> doblins. Doblins. Dobbler. The Dobbler radar says there's about to be a storm in Manhattan. Uh, and he walks in there, and and, and somebody had Crisco'd the floor, so he slips and he fucking cracks the bag of his skull open. And everybody is like, everybody comes out to say surprise because it was his birthday, but everybody goes, Gobby, Gobby. And they try to pick him up, and then an ambulance pulls up. And then who is behind the wheel? It's Grimace in full Joker makeup, like Heath Ledger. <laughs> That's when it happened. Grimace had just left uh, the Green Bay Packers stadium after planting a bunch of C4 in the end zones because Grimace hates the fucking Bears and they're having a rivalry game that next Sunday and he's going to fucking... He hates Mitch Trubisky because Mitch Trubisky uh, gave his soul to Grimace to be a very mediocre quarterback who's semi-dynamic. Yeah, I'm talking football. (laughs) Grimace pulls up. 
the, all the Doblins, the fellow <laughs> Doblin workers, uh, swarm the vehicle and they say, "Oh, it's his birthday and he's coming to work. So we uh, we we know Doblin likes Crisco. And he likes to eat tubs of Crisco for breakfast. So we we rubbed all over the ground and then we all jumped out. Uh, we say surprise. Yeah, we caught him by surprise and he slipped." And get big boo boo on his head. Now he's not breathing. So, <laughs> so first of all, Grimace says, "If you talk to your," f-, he goes, "Nur nur nur burder." Sorry, went a little out of line there. He goes, "Burder der burner nur," which means, "I swear to God, if you contact your union rep, I'm going to just pump." carbon monoxide into this I'm gonna fucking drown all you guys and you're never gonna know anything about it because Grimace has a lot of ties to the unions in uh, the you know Rust Belt area so uh-huh. you know, Madison Detroit Cleveland you know St. Louis if you will um, so yeah you know he, uh, he's like if you guys fucking tell your fucking union rep about this I'm, I'm gonna slowly kill all of you and they say oh, oh okay um, so Grimace, uh, he grabs Doblin off the ground. <laughs> his limp body. <laughs> his limp, half dead body is barely. <laughs> he's hit his brain. He hit his skull so hard, his brain is bleeding. And they desperately need to get him medical attention so they can drain the blood before he has a massive aneurysm. And uh, Grimace loads him into the back of the ambulance. And for some odd reason, he only drives deeper into the cave what happens yeah he kind of just mows through the crowd like a fucking like a goddamn terrorist attack (laughs) just starts mowing everybody over and everybody's screaming and right before he reaches the reaches uh, the edge of the cave where he can go even deeper there's a bit of a fork in the road he turns around and he slams the door and he opens the back doors to check on Dobby and his body's been thrown all the fuck around because <laughs> he forgot to secure his ass <laughs> so he's all fucked up he looks even worse he's got like hairline fractures on his whole goddamn torso <laughs> Fucking I'm all misshapen and shit. And Grimace turns around to all the people who witnessed what happened. And now they're all screaming even more because there's just a litter trail of bodies. <laughs> and he turns and he goes, oh, you think I don't know what's been happening in the unions? I've been involved in the unions for 70 goddamn years. And he pulls out a locket from his big Italian purple chest that's all hairy. <laughs> and he opens it. And it's a picture of him and Jimmy Hoffa fucking having sex. <laughs> <laughs> And then he says, which means, uh, oh, yeah, (laughs) and one more thing. And he has a second locket on his big fucking Italian chest that he pulls out from like a layer of skin, like a kangaroo pouch. And he opens it up and it's a picture of goddamn Jimmy Hoffa's dead body. (laughs) 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 And then he just throws them. He says, which means I don't need these anymore. Uh, You get the point. That's what means. (laughs) <laughs> and he gets back in the ambulance and he just takes off. He's driving like fucking, driving fast as lightning. He's going like 110 miles an hour through these. T- he, he turns off the fucking lights like that scene where the, the cop is trying to pretend he's not gay in True Detective Season 2 when he's on the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> he can't see a thing, but he's just willing it into existence. And for some reason, he doesn't hit anything. And he drives to the very bottom of the cave not a sound can be heard and there's one stream of light from above and it's on this big pile of gold and then one of the pots moves and then another pot and it's smog from the hobbit 
than what happened. Smog says to uh, Grimace, I'm glad you can make it. This whole incident has been no accident. This has all been... Grimace was the architect for this whole thing. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because fucking Dobby worked for the ATF and they had been investigating the hit that was taken out on JFK. <laughs> Piece of evidence finally came up and they're like, we got to fucking bury this. Because Grimace, obviously, him and Jimmy Hoffa made a plan to kill John F. Kennedy. So there was a lot of there was a lot of details that that we need to cover, but we just don't have the time. We could do a whole <laughs> montage, if you will, but it's just not going to work. So Grimace knew what he had to do. He fucking inceptioned <laughs> Teresa, who was the head of HR in Doblin Cave. Oh, shit. Yeah. So he incepted her in her brain, went down three levels to give her... The idea of Chris going the floor for his birthday. And she organized the whole thing. So Grimace had this plan all along and he used Teresa as a fucking, as just a mule (laughs) for, for just for hire, man, all for him. And he knew that Doblin, Doblin is, he's a very jumpy guy. So he knew when, when they'd all hop out, inevitably he'd slip on the Crisco and hit his head so hard he'd die. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just for good measure, he was going to kill any, any witnesses, <laughs> any witness he could. And, I mean, that's essentially what he did. He goes down, he meets Smog, and he says, the time is now. You know what to do. So Grimace gets underneath his wing safely in Smog's armpit. <laughs> it's Smog just starts fucking breathing fire and they left the they left the ambulance running so the fucking emissions were coming out into the cave and he's just fucking breathing and it gets so hot in the rocks it's just a huge convector convection oven and it just fucking bakes all these goblins to death, dude. Then him and Smog had a feast of goblin bodies for weeks to come, going on a bender of GHB and goblins living down in the caves. That's yeah, it. I think that wraps it up That's pretty good. a beautiful good. thing. Oh, my God. What a treasure, man. All right, well, we'll be back later. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Call of the Wild, like Christopher McCann lass. Ass, Mr. McCann ass. ass. I said Mr. McCann ass. That's what I call Christopher McCandless is Mr. McCandless. I respect him so much. <laughs>